0: Hey, what's up, and welcome to another episode of Sneak Up. It's Pedestrian's podcast dedicated to all things art, music, dance, and all-round culture. Sponsored by push Shoes. My name is Jack, and I'm your host slash avatar for the amazing conversations we've been having here on the show. On today's episode, we're chatting with Insta-famous tattoo artist, Sophia Bourne, a woman who specializes in incredibly detailed and colorful tattoos of all kinds of plants and animals. Tattooing as an art form is only becoming more popular, And no doubt your Instagram feed would tell you the same thing. So what better time to chat with her than right now about the state of the art and the community as a whole. So, Sophia, thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me. That's
0: all right. Um, I feel like the best way for us to sort of get to know you is through a bit of history. So can you tell me how you got into tattooing? Was it always something that you wanted to do?
1: I don't think so. When I was young, I didn't know anyone to have tattoos or anything. So I don't think when I was really young, I knew anything about tattooing. But I guess from when I was young, I was always drawing and doing art and stuff. So in that way, I knew that I wanted to be an artist, not specifically a tetua. Um, And then I think it was just all the paths in my life kind of led me to that. Like I would hang out with the wrong crowd and mm-hmm. it was like that crowd that sort of got me into tattooing and like the music I was listening to and stuff. So it just, I just ended up there.
0: Right. Okay. Mm. When you say the wrong crowd... Is that a crowd? But the right crowd. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, that sort of moves on to what I was about to say was I've read like a pretty decent amount about the history behind tattooing recently and probably one of the most fascinating parts about it for me personally is the way that it's shifted between something that was originally considered to be very high class to something condemned for being incredibly low class and we're now seeing tattoos becoming more and more mainstream and even just what you said, it used to be the wrong crowd but maybe it's not anymore. Mm. Why do you think that that change has happened?
1: I guess trends, trends in fashion, social media, trends in TV shows, things like that. Like I would say maybe a lot more people would be more invested in tattooing or seeing another side of it when they when Miami Inc. first started or something because mm. it's maybe just instead of what people would have thought w- – was an industry that we wanted to hide and was like, we, you know, no outsiders here and this is only for the weirdos and the the troublemakers. I think maybe a large majority, more people got to see a bit of another side to that. They were let, it, let into that side of the industry by watching TV shows and stuff. And then people like celebrities getting tattoos. Like the more that that happens, the more people feel like that they, it's just a world that's opened up to them. It's not closed off to them anymore.
0: So do you think in that sort of trend way, it's likely that tattoos will become out of vogue at some point? Or do you think it's going to continue?
1: I think there'll always be like ups and downs. I think, I think that maybe one day it'll be really uncool again and it'll go back to like me scraping for work and getting like <laughs> one or t- two tattoos a week rather than what I'm doing now. Mm. Um, I feel like that could happen. I feel like it could drop in and out of fashion a lot.
0: Oh, I kind of hope
1: it does as well, because that'll make it more interesting again.
0: Yeah, rather than just being really popular forever. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what that would take. Would it just be some really uncool person getting a tattoo, or someone being completely clean-skinned, I wonder?
1: I don't know. I We always lo- laugh about, me and the girls that I work with, always laugh about how we think that we'd be really cool with all our tattoos, but our kids, or like my younger brother, would just looks at me and thinks it's so uncool. Like he's like, oh God, you're so embarrassing. Mm. Don't come to the school or whatever. <laughs> so maybe it's like, maybe it's just the next generation. Maybe we're all just going to be really into it. And then all the younger ones going to be like, oh God, that's so embarrassing. It's yeah, not right. Cool
0: anymore. Like an old guy wearing a fedora or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, <"Ugh." laughs> yeah. Fringe tattoos. <laughs> How do you think that the culture has changed in the time that you yourself have been in the industry? Like, did you come in at a time where it was only really starting to become trendy?
1: Um, I started tattooing at a time where it was not trendy at all. It was still very old school in a way. Mm. I guess I just started in a time where it was not cool at all. And I remember thinking like, I don't know if I knew many female tattooers at that time. I knew a couple maybe from overseas and a couple from around Australia, but it was more or less just like you work hard and you make money in a biker shop and then and you just scrub the floors and that's it. And the, the customers you're tattooing are not like normal people who come in for like a beautiful, well-thought-out idea. It was like drunk people walking in off the street. Right. So I have seen like it going from that to what it is now where I work in a studio that's like a beautiful little like parlor and it's just very nice and it has cold water and coffee and tea if you want it and it's all very it's all very different
0: (laughs) yeah right I can imagine what what year was this that you started
1: um I started when I was 17 so 2007 okay is that right yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) and so at what point do you think people sort of started to really see it as an art form do you think that again goes back to what you said earlier about trends or?
1: Yeah, I think that people were more open to it when I remember when Miami Inc. came out and I remember thinking like this has really changed people. Mm. Suddenly everyone wanted to be a tattooer. Suddenly people, instead of not wanting to talk to you when they see your tattoos, I'd be like, oh, what's the meaning behind it? And they would want to talk to you about it. Whereas before that, it wouldn't have been like that. So
0: So when you started getting into it, what did you go into the tattoo industry expecting for yourself?
1: (laughs) I was so young. I just really wanted to do tattoos. Like I really wanted to be a tattooer. I just wanted to make really good artwork. So I think I went into that industry really naive to what I was about to learn and to what I was about to be getting myself into where I was working and who I was working with. Um, but I think that was the thing about being young that worked for me. Because sometimes I think about it and I'm like, what? I don't know now. I can't imagine myself ever being in that position. Hmm. But then I just had the rose-coloured glasses on and I saw what I wanted to do. And I really liked everything about it. But probably didn't realise maybe how dodgy that it could have been. <laughs>
0: right, okay. Is that just that you're working with some particularly etch people? or
1: Yeah, like just the whole, like the customers and... The people that you work with, the people you learn like that you meet along the way, that even just like the hours you were doing, it was very much like you work from nine till ten or something. Or it was just a very like it was a hard slog for sure. And now I like live in luxury, and I'm I'm working at like I start at eleven and try to get out by six. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all very nice. Oh,
0: <laughs> such a contrast. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So tattoos are a very big form of self-expression and identity, obviously, or now especially. Do you ever feel nervous providing someone with something that's so permanent?
1: Um, yep, every day. <laughs> and I think if you're not nervous, then maybe you don't care enough. Because I have been tattooing for 12 years and I'm definitely over it in some ways, but I still treat every single customer like, for them, it's the one tattoo they're going to get, even if it's the 20th tattoo I'm going to do that week. Mm. So I do really, really get nervous every time. Yeah.
0: That's good though. I guess yeah. that treats everybody like they're the most important person at the time. Yeah, and I moment. hope that
1: they feel that way too because I know it's a big deal for them. And you know that they come in nervous and in their mind they like they might already have a, a an idea of what it's going to turn out like or they have very specific meanings as part of it and they want it to show in a certain way. I can only really... Get to a probably like half that level. I can never really make it like something that they've imagined in their mind that completely does justice to the meaning of their tattoo, but I can try. So (laughs) that's it.
0: (laughs) There was a point in time where tattooing felt like a very male dominated industry, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us a bit about? how that's changed and like what the sort of advantages and disadvantages are of being a female tattoo artist in 2019.
1: Mm, I think this question is really funny because I've mainly always worked with men and now I work with females in the last 4 or 5 years. But I really don't think that there was ever for me personally, I never felt an advantage or disadvantage of being a female and I never really felt like Um, I had it easier or harder for being a female. I think for sure that it was more male-dominated, but I don't necessarily feel like I had a harder go because of that. Like everyone who I've ever met has always treated me well, people I work with or customers. So... I guess the only thing for me that the change that I would see is the numbers, that there are maybe a lot more females doing it, Um, maybe because of how time and the trends have changed and how tattooing has become more acceptable, maybe they do feel like more comfortable. But from my experience, I, I always felt comfortable where I was, no matter who I was with or working around
0: moving on to more like about the marketing of tattoos Mm -hmm. Instagram has become a really huge part of the way that creatives market themselves nowadays and tattoo artists seem to be no different how do you feel about Instagram as a marketing tool
1: Um, I think it's great I think maybe a lot of tattooers would disagree with me but I I think it's amazing it's it's a platform that's free for us to advertise Um, I like i like it because our resume is all visual so what is a better platform for that than instagram Um, and i think that it's again it's like open the doors from customer to tattooers i think that it lets them in a little bit more to see you and who you are and what you do in your spare time and things that you like i think it tells a whole story you can you can really show who you are through it and then people really get that and if they like it then they're going to come in and book so i think it's more than i think it's more than just instagram and having followers i think it's really like a, it's it's a connection between you and your customers that you can make before the actual appointment they're not coming in anymore having no idea who they're going to meet and get mm. tattooed by and what you look like and what it's going to be like they they know you and they can feel more comfortable coming in. So I think that it for tattooers, I think that it is really good for us Mm. that we can have something like that. And that it makes people come to us. Tattooers before, like we wouldn't have had, we, we just wouldn't have had it that easy. Like you would have to go out and put photos in a magazine or of of course word of mouth is still like the main the main thing. Even now, even after Instagram, I still think word of mouth is is the main one. But you would never have been able to have said, Oh, I've got thirty thousand people looking at my work. Your photos may have been in a magazine that however num many number of people would have picked up on the shelf and that's about it. Mm. Apart from that it just would have been word of mouth. So um it's definitely it's like always working to get you customers. It's always always getting people in just by being there and then they can watch you some people like ha- have been following me for years and then only come in and get tattooed like three or four years later so I kind of like that they it's just there you're just doing your thing people can see it and then it's gonna happen when it happens mm.
0: that's cool yeah you said that some people would disagree with you yeah why do you think they would disagree with you
1: because um, obviously there's like good and bad things to everything, and I can see that there are good sides to Instagram, and I love it definitely. And I can see that there are bad sides to Instagram. So in I guess back in the way that um, fashion's gotten really trendy and uh, tattooing, tattooing's gotten really trendy, I guess it's the same for Instagram. Maybe maybe there are some tattooers from a certain time or from just a a kind of state of mind that don't like being tattoos that. It, that accessible to people maybe they want to keep it a closed industry and have it only for the the um the select few that were there from the very beginning and I agree I I I definitely want to keep it open to all the original people that used to get tattooed but I mean when it's paying your bills I don't think it's a bad thing that it's opened up a whole other group of people too and if you really cared about tattooing that much that you didn't want to sell out then just do some tattoos for free every now and then yeah. on those people that you think, but you want to pay bills, so you you do what you can for customers.
0: Yeah, definitely. Over the flow, I can imagine as well. There would be a lot of like trends that would get carried on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Like people would sort of see a lot of, you know, say tattoos of snakes, and then snakes would become a big thing mm-hmm. over a course of time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll be back to our interview with Sophia Bourne in just a moment, but first, here's a word from our sponsor. Wouldn't you want to hear from Kanye right before he released the college dropout? You know, right before he was Kanye. <laughs> well, that's what Sneak Up, a Platypus Shoes podcast, is all about. Conversations with talented people blazing the trail. There's a lot of freedom in tattooing. Not saying that from experience, but I've seen that I it takes you traveling a lot. Um, I see artists going overseas really regularly. Do you know why? Like, where is everybody going?
1: hmm <laughs> Actually, that's probably another thanks to Instagram because that wouldn't have happened before either. Um, I guess we go overseas because we can, because we can technically pay for the trip to do it um, by working. Um, Again, Instagram, you know, people might, be watching you from Brazil and then say come to Brazil and it just plants that little seed in your mind and then you're like oh hey if I go to Brazil I'm gonna have heaps of customers so then I can have a holiday and work Mm. at the same time so I would say that's why obviously not just for the holiday part but um, the fact that um, we're all tattooers are so much more connected now by the internet that um, finally we can go and work with tattooers that we've always looked up to. So a lot of the times when I travel, it's mainly always for work. Um, And I might think about who's someone who I've admired for years and years that I would love to work with and like finally meet them and um, not just get tattooed, but yeah, work in their shop. You get to learn some stuff. You take that back home again. So it's always making you a better tattooer and... Doors are always opening, and I think that you can't say no to that. Yeah, that sounds like a fantastic <laughs> with, with opportunity. How, with how, yeah, how well the two go together, tattooing and traveling. Cool. Yeah. How often are you traveling overseas? Um, I think I I try to travel as much as I can. I think I travel a lot. Maybe I try to do like three trips a year. Um, but that always just depends on life too. Like yeah. sometimes, like we just got a puppy and so oh. that was probably like made it one less trip this year. So there's just things like that that happen where you can't always go away. Maybe you can if that's what situation you're in. But um, yeah, I I would like to at least go away three times a year. Cool. What yeah. was your most recent trip? Um, the most recent one was to Italy and... England. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So did you get a lot of work? Um, yeah. I worked at a convention. My friend invited me to a conv- convention in Catania. And so we went down there for the convention that was two days. And I wasn't sure if I would, I thought I might have worked there, but I wasn't sure how busy I would be um, just because sometimes doing European conventions when you've never been there before, it can go either way. Mm. Um, but I was really busy there. And then um, in London, Liz and I, who I work with, we did a guest spot together um, with someone that we admire and have looked up to. So that was really nice that we got to work with Cassandra. And, um, yeah, those few days were booked out too. Cool. Yeah. Oh,
0: that'd be such a rewarding experience. Mm. Now, I would say going back to what we were saying earlier about tattoo becoming more of an art form, it's definitely sort of made its own as an art form in many people's minds in the last couple of years I remember hearing that there's an exhibit at Mona for example mm-hmm. um, in Tasmania which cycles through a number of models who are all covered head to toe in tattoos mm-hmm. with that in mind how do you feel about people that get really dumb tattoos
1: I think it's cool I think it's funny and you can do whatever you want if that's what you want then that's what you get I love tattoos. I love great tattoos, but I still have really dumb, stupid ones on me because of a time and place that asked for it. (laughs) I think that you can definitely look at tattooing like a very serious art form and still have fun with it too. I don't think it needs to be so serious just because it has become a bit more arty. Mm.
0: What's the silliest tattoo you've ever had to give someone? Uh. (laughs) Take your time.
1: Oh. They're just silly. Like, they're one... They're just silly. They're, they're ones with, like, the arrows in the lip that's, like, beer and then pointing inwards yep. or something. Like just, I don't think I've ever yeah. seen that one. That's gold. Mm. Yeah, there's some really good ones. <laughs> um, and there's some really weird ones, too. Um, yeah, I... Just stupid stuff like that. And it might be, like, lads on a night out drunk that would walk into the shop at one point and um, get something on their ass and... Or their name or your name or something like mm. that. So they think it's hilarious. And it is for like that night, of course. Yep. But then the next day, you're kind of like, oh, great. <laughs> that's forever now. The joke's wore off. <laughs> yeah.
0: On a similar note, like I'm sure that you've maybe not so much now that, you know, you're working 11 till 6. <laughs> but, um, but have you got any like really silly stories from your early days? Anyone that's ever asked for something even further out from anything you've ever ever had to do?
1: I have so many stories. I just wish that I had written them all down and <laughs> just kept a little a journal of them because, I mean, it's been a long time now since I worked in shops like that. And it was every day, every day, something weird would happen or someone wacky would come in and like, it was just a really good time, actually. It was really fun. I really miss those days a lot. Um, yeah, for sure, there are some strange stories. Um, you know, like one person would come into the shop one day and, or not just one day, but he always used to come in, actually, just trying to sell us stuff that you could tell that he had like, clearly like mugged like school kids for or like beating up a little kid for and oh. just ran off with their phone or something and he would just come into the shop trying to sell it. Like, like there was just things like that that would happen all the time and just really random people that would come in um, or like, oh, I don't know, even just the tattoos I'd ask for would be pretty weird.
0: This is Shoutouts on Sneak A time to get our fingers on the pulse. So, have you got any artists that you're loving at the moment? We'd love to check them out.
1: In the tattoo scene? Yeah,
0: just generally. I mean, like, this is your time. Like, if you've got something that you think is really inspiring you, whether that be tattooing or another art form or anything, Mm. this is the time for you to be able to share.
1: I mean, I guess in tattooing, there's a lot of people that inspire me. Um, The girls that I've been working with, Elizabeth, um, and Ellie they're amazing tattooers and then uh, I, I could like go on for, I could like list everyone
0: you can list a couple that's what <laughs> this time is for <laughs> Okay. don't feel obliged to think about it too hard though
1: okay I definitely am feeling a little bit more inspired by like fashion and photography at the moment and, and um, there's one girl whose Instagram I really like Daphne Nguyen and she does like beautiful fashion photography like real editorial stuff and I'm really enjoying that Um, and then, and Sam Labib, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he's also does really, really beautiful photos. Um, and then there's also someone who I really love who does really beautiful flower installations. And I think her Instagram name is Dr. Cooper and I've been really inspired by her lately too. Cool. Yeah.
0: Great. That was a fun little list. Now looking ahead, what do you think the future of tattooing say, in 10 years' time, looks like to you?
1: Wow. I'm just trying to think of it now from, like, 10 years ago to now to what 10 years ahead would be. I c- I can't even imagine. I think the people tattooing would be different. Mm. I think tattooers have changed a lot. So I can't imagine what the tattooers in 10 years' time would be like. It's It's always hard to say. It's changed so much in 10 years that I... I just can't even imagine what it would be like. I know I would be very old and grumpy and my <laughs> apprentice will be miserable at me, <laughs> but hopefully he'll be doing. she'll be doing nice tattoos, whoever it is. Hopefully it'll still be as busy as it is. I don't know. I think there could be like a few new weird inventions at that time mm. for tattooing.
0: I've been seeing like a lot of trendy pics on Instagram of people using like glow in the dark ink. Is that a thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some people do it. Not about it? No, I just I love just I just love the normal Richie Didge tattooing. Yep. I just I see tattooing in a certain way, and I just like it the way it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we need to get too crazy with that kind of stuff. Um. So yeah, I mean, maybe more of that. Maybe there'll be some more sort of kooky inks that they've created that yep. people like or something. I'm not sure. Maybe it'll be like a robot doing it, which I've I've seen in the. Samsung ad that they've loved to predict that. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that I saw like an advert that was like, you know, the future of whatever, and it was like a robot tattooing someone. Oh. Yeah, it was really weird. Who knows? That could happen. I would I be might surprised. be out of work. <laughs>
0: Fingers crossed not. Yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> How weird would that be, though? I don't know why, like, anyone, even in 10 years from now, would want to sit down with a little robot.
0: Yeah, I think I'd definitely be more distrustful of like a robot fucking something up than a person. Yeah. Like ugh, my computer fucks up too often for me to let it. Tattoo yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Not about that. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, Sophia, that's actually it. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Okay. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. <laughs> Bye.
0: So there you have it. Another episode of sneak up. Sophia sure did have plenty of points to clear the air about a generalized view of the tattooing industry. Some of which surprised me. That's for sure. If you want to keep up to date with everything that she's doing, you can check her out over at her Instagram at Sophia Bourne. While you're there, why not chuck a follow to Platypus at platypus underscore sneakers and Pedestrian TV at Pedestrian TV. I'll be back in a fortnight, but till then, keep it sneaky.